Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Darwin Turf Talk with Sam Highland and Chris Nelson. Welcome to Darwin Turf Talk, another edition of Darwin Turf Talk. And Chris O, my offsider, Chris Nelson, welcome. Uh, Sammy. We've had a couple of weeks off. We have. It's great to do these uh, shows. I'm really enjoying watching a bit of Darwin racing. I, I wouldn't have probably, you know, a year ago, but now we're doing these. I'm really enjoying watching uh, my Darwin racing and trying to pick a winner or two, which is not probably a good move. One man who is all over exactly. Darwin winners is Andrew O'Toole, and he's the CEO of Thoroughbred Racing in Northern Territory and, of course, form expert. Andrew, how's the punt been finding you? You're not bad, uh, Sammy. Uh, morning to you, morning to Chris, morning to all your listeners. Um, not bad. I was informed last week at uh, Alice Springs, uh, tipped a quaddy there, first oh. uh, picking each of the quality legs uh, that uh, that got up and uh, haven't been going too bad and uh, looking forward to a really good day here tomorrow and of course um, uh, uh, you know caps that off with uh, the Everest and the Caulfield Cup let's hope the weather's a bit better uh, down there it's beautiful here on the top end boys as uh, you would imagine uh, we've had very little rain this week we had uh, quite a bit of rain last Saturday evening about 32 mils and then a little bit on Sunday afternoon but uh, this week's been really good and uh, forecast uh, similar for the next uh, couple of days. That would have been a bit out of the ordinary, getting 32 mils last week. That this isn't the time of year you normally get rain, is it? Well, it's a bit early. Um, it's a bit early, Chris. That's for sure. They're sort of saying that the uh, the wet season uh, is going to come a bit early, and we're expecting um, you know more storm activity and maybe more cyclones than uh, than um, in recent times and than we're used mm-hmm. to. But um, that La Nina effect, I think it's, it's certainly we've seen it uh, on the eastern seaboard the uh, trouble it's causing down there, and uh, I think we're. Uh, Going to get a little bit of rain uh, probably earlier than we would normally would. Yes, she's pain. It's a pain in the neck, Larnina. She's. Uh, I wish she'd go. Three years <laughs> of it. I wish she'd get out of town. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel. I feel for them, and uh, obviously the big days in Sydney and Melbourne. And uh, Melbourne, looking at the news this morning, looks uh, pretty ordinary. Mm. Um, so let's hope it, uh, it clears away, and at least uh, a uh, finish day dawns tomorrow. Good meeting, uh, winding the clock back a couple of weeks ago to the start, October 1. Uh, you had a meeting at Darwin there, and to the point, was a good winner there for Chloe Baxter. We're going to have Chloe Baxter on the show today. Oh, yes, it was very impressive, uh, uh, Sam, uh, to the point. Um, first up uh, in the top end, a four-year-old by Bullpoint, and she's only got a little team in work, Chloe, but she does a very good job of them. She's got a, another decent horse called First Crusade. Uh, who raced really well during the carnival. But uh, I think there's three uh, winners from that meeting on uh, the 1st of October that are in tomorrow, and two of the points, one of them. Freddie the Eagle is another one. Uh, and uh, what's the third of them? Uh, Bat Pad, yeah. So um, that was a good meeting. Uh, also six races on the 1st of October. Similar tomorrow, uh, 48 uh, horses should be going around tomorrow uh, unless uh, something underwater happens. So I'm um, really looking forward to it all each way, with the exception of race five, which has seven uh, Engaged seven runners engaged, but um, really good meeting. And uh, of course, we're in for a busiest, busiest 
busy sort of time. It's not easy to say. We race, of course, tomorrow. We race um, Cox Plate Day next week and then uh, the big one on Melbourne Cup Day on the 1st of November. And nothing's changed. That meeting at Darwin uh, two weeks ago, Gary Clark uh, obviously dominated again. Couple of winners, bunch of placings. He's the man you need to follow. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, truly brazen, I thought it was, uh, was good winning for him uh, in the Maiden or one division yep. of the Maiden. And then he's smart horse. Uh, well, I think he's a smart horse. Uh, the Mistral, he came out and uh, and won again. Um, I think he's a horse to really watch in the um, in the coming months, or certainly uh, in the carnival time next year. He was a star, a low-grade star of the carnival this year, and I think um, he's a horse with a real future, the Mistral. Uh, Jared Todd um, wrote him uh, a fortnight ago, as he normally does, and um, he's uh, putting together a very good record here in the top end, the Mistral. We had uh, Gary on the the last um, episode of Darwin Turf Talk, and she it gave great insight into into training horses and and you know how what he does with horses that that come to his stable from down south, and and then obviously uh, he spoke glowingly about uh, Jared Todd and the the uh, presence and 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 how important he is to that stable. Oh, without without doubt, uh, uh, Sam the. Um, Gary Clark uh, could train anywhere in the world and be successful. Um, I've said many times uh, that training horses in Darwin is is probably as hard as training anywhere, and certainly in Australia and maybe many parts of the world. The the uh, conditions that uh, our trainers and horses and jockeys and staff have to put up with here uh, during the wet season is um, you know you really wouldn't believe what uh, uh, conditions uh, horses have to um, put up with and their uh, and their handlers of course and then obviously the dry season weather once again is um, is different but um, you know um, with, with that rain we got last uh, weekend here that um, uh, caused um, uh, you know the track manager to, to keep a real close eye this week on the track but um, yeah they do a great job uh, the Clark Stable, and of course, as you say, um, Toddy, um, a former Kiwi rider, of course, uh, from down south in New Zealand. He's uh, been in Australia for a number of years now and has made Darwin home. And, um, yeah, he uh, is uh, one of the very best in the business, and uh, we're lucky to have him up here. Mm. Yeah, that is that is for sure, no doubt. Well, let's get into this meeting uh, on Saturday. And um, the first, gee, uh, the, the Gary Clark runner there, Sia Cam, uh, it's going to be hard to beat again, you would think, wouldn't? Would you think? Would yeah, you say? for sure. I've got him. In, certainly got him in the mix, uh, uh, Sammy. I've got him in to run second. Um, I never know how to say that damn horse. Siakam or Siakam, Seekam. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm never sure. The boys uh, that race him, uh, based in Victoria, uh, Aaron Kingshot and Simon Hine, they've told me several times that well, I get it wrong every time. But uh, <laughs> he'll be, he'll be, he'll be there uh, when the whips are cracking. I'm sure. I, th- I thought Freddie the Eagle was good winning here. Uh, in uh, Benchmark 54 grey. That was his first win. Um, so he broke maiden ranks when racing out of a maiden last time out. Sonia Wiseman in the saddle and Tommy Logan, that um, combination, uh, obviously they're uh, engaged persons. they uh, having a good run with their team. And I thought Freddie the Eagle could go back-to-back uh, tomorrow. That was a good, solid win, beating uh, the stablemate Malibu edition. I had... Um, uh, seek him in to run second number one and all stardom. He hasn't had any luck in his uh, only two runs uh, to date in Darwin. Uh, Adam Nichols goes aboard. He's drawn the one gate. Looked at him to punch forward uh, tomorrow and uh, he could go an improved uh, race tomorrow for sure. But my numbers in the first was seven, one and two. All righty. Race number two. Race number two, yes. The zero to 70, so our highest grade race of the day tomorrow. Uh, and I'm going with uh, the Chris Pollard train number three, Illustrating Law. 
Uh, Stan Sakos rides. Made a big impression when winning here uh, during the carnival on... Um, what day was that? I think that was Palmerston Day uh, in a three- and four-year-old Class 2 event. It was very impressive. Uh, then he ran, uh, went a good race uh, in this grade behind Mr Cashman. Uh, his last start effort um, was uh, uh, best forgotten. He finished uh, at the tail, but things didn't go right for him. Sakos on tomorrow. Uh, I think Illustrating Law is a, a good bet on the program, guys. So three on top. To beat Blueberry Boy, Sonia Wiseman and Tom Logan, the last start winner, only had the four starts in the top end for two wins two seconds, so doing everything right. And in for third, uh, the Clark train, number two, Global Wonder, Adam Nichols uh, aboard for Clarkie. Uh, consistent uh, five-year-old he is now, Global Wonder. He's been here a couple of years, uh, and I thought um, he could complete the trifecta. So numbers in the second, three, seven, and two. He's no. got good first-up form, Global Wonder, isn't he? He can pull a run out early. He certainly can. Yeah, he certainly can. He's... Uh, He's, uh, you know, he's a decent horse. He's won five of 24 and five seconds and six thirds. So he's, uh, he's certainly a handy uh, a galloper. And um, first up from uh, a little bit of a break, hasn't raced since the 1st of August. So, yep, well spotted there, Sammy. Chartera, a horse we know well in Queensland, was formerly with Tony Gollan. Hasn't really fired in the three starts in Darwin. No, I didn't mind its first up run, uh, Chris, behind the stablemate Cielo Doro. Uh, that was uh, on the 27th of August. The apprentice uh, rider, Brittany Wong, visited from Adelaide and took the mount on that occasion. But the two subsequent runs have been uh, less than desirable. Mm. Beaten uh, seven lengths by Mr Monaro and uh, nearly ten by the Mistral last time. Yeah, so we'd need to improve um, for uh, uh, his supporters. So we'll have a, a close watch of Sharatera tomorrow. Uh, race number three, and this is uh, tricky enough, this race, but uh, the horse you spoke of earlier, to, to the point, can he go two in a row? Yeah, I think he can, um, Sam. He was he was very good uh, here a fortnight ago. Paul Shires, uh, uh, one of our very best riders up here, um, rides a little heavier than uh, uh, some, but um, one of the very best. He's got such a great record and all the features here has um, shares in. He takes them out again for Chloe Baxter. Uh, I just thought that win in the Maiden Company was really good. Uh, obviously, um, up slightly in grade for this, but um, nice uh, nice horse by Bull Point, and I just think um, there's more in store. So I had it on top uh, to the point. Actually made it my best of the day uh, ahead of number four, Hard to Excel. Uh, Jared Todd for Gary Clark, uh, formerly trained by Bjorn Baker. This horse uh, won a race at Tuncurry. Uh, has had the 10 starts for a win, a second and a third. Uh, and just uh, looks to map well here uh, out of uh, an Exceed Excel mirror, and they certainly handle the uh, uh, sand and oil-based track here in the top end. I thought hard to excel would be hard to beat. And in for third, number two, Hatton Man, raced uh, recently in the west at Kununurra with a couple of seconds in the last start win on the 3rd of September. And Casey Hunter rides for Tayan Halter, uh, consistent gallery. He's won nine now. Uh, Hatton Man from 67 runs, and... Um, about 175,000 in stakes. So he's been a really good money spinner for his connections. Numbers in the third, I went three, four, and two. Race four is a class two. Silks, Darwin Handicap, class two. You know that place well, don't you, Sammy, from your trip? 1,000 <laughs> metres. Who do you like here? Yeah, this was the uh, race that we divided, guys. So we had 15 acceptors in the class two over the 1,000 metres. So... Um, we divided this to give us our sixth race of the day. So in the first division of the uh, Class 2,000 metres, going here with another newcomer to the top end. There's quite a number of newcomers at this meeting. Uh, in fact, the first three that I'm uh, tipping here are all having their first start in Darwin. Uh, number two on top, Bolt Action. 
uh, was a horse that was sold through the uh, tried horse sale here just a, a couple of short months ago. Went for thirty two and a half thousand, um, and um, wisely the connections put the horse in the Gary Clark stable, and uh, Jared Todd rides uh, was a winner on the Sunshine Coast Synthetic. Four starts back, uh, he's only had seven starts. Lightly raced four year old, a win, a second, and two thirds, and just looks uh, the type uh, to make uh, a good impression here. First up in the top end, number two bolt action. Ahead of another newcomer, number one, Early Crow. I'm a, uh, I'm a terrible uh, victim of the Early Crow. And uh, Paul Shires <laughs> takes the mound here for Dick Leach. Dick uh, had a very good run with his team over in WA. He usually takes the team to Kununurra and had a number of winners over there to Dick Leach. This is, is his first runner back uh, in the top end. He's also got a number of horses in training in Alice Springs. Has uh, Dickie Leach and Early Crow, um, formerly trained in uh, Queensland as well. Uh, he's only lightly raced two. He's had two wins in a second. Uh, his last start was on the 31st of August at Ipswich. I thought he mapped pretty well uh, to make a showing here. And in for third, Virtuous Miss, yet another from uh, formerly trained in Queensland, now yeah. in the stable of Tom Logan, Sonia Wiseman aboard, speedy type, um, and uh, last start third at the sunny coast on the 7th of August. Uh, uh, those three, I thought, um, would be very hard to beat in the fourth, two, one, and three. She's got some pretty good form, Virtuous Miss, behind Snappy Reply, Mashani Esprit, Mashani Fraudster. So her first start record mm, isn't mm. so flash, though. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you there. Probably can place, but maybe not win. Sure. That no, all sounds good to me. Now, on to race five, Bat Pad, uh, as you've spoken, it was a good winner last time out. This Air Command, uh, he's not hopeless in this race, drawn a good gate. No, I agree with you 100%. The second division of the Class 2. Uh, she was very good winning last time, Bat Pad, and was no more than her due. She'd been very consistent for Mark 9, and uh, that was over 1,200. I suppose the only question mark for me, she's back to the 1,000 here, but that said, she was placed uh, over the trip um, uh, in uh, the 28th of May and also the 4th of June over the 1,000 metres mark. Got her up to win over 1,200, but um, with a fortnight between runs, I'm sure he's freshened uh, that pad up and, and she'll take plenty of beating number one. Uh, Porto's pick, uh, fresh runner here for Tayan Halter. Paul Shire's aboard, won uh, here on the 14th of April and then also on the 21st of May. Missed um, uh, racing right through the carnival, never had a run at all, so um, I would think um, it'll be pretty forward here, Will Lemire, Porto's pick. And the one you mentioned, uh, Sam Air Command, I've got it in for third. Chris Nash has had a pretty good run with his team uh, of late. Hasn't got many in work, Nashy, but um, Air Command won for him uh, two starts back. That was 1,200. Went very, very fast. It goes hard, uh, Air Command. I think uh, the 1,000 metres um, will suit. It ran second over this trip at Catherine three starts ago. And even though it won uh, over 1,200, I think the 1,000 suits it better. Uh, and a key, ride, uh, a key riding engagement here. Jared Todd goes on Air Command. So I thought... Uh, could um, give a very good sight. Uh, there'll be plenty of pace in this, and I think Air Command, he'll be there at the 100. Uh, let's hope he can get home for his supporters. So numbers in the fifth, one, uh, three, and four. All right, and we round it out with the sixth race, the benchmark 58 over 1,600 metres. Yeah, back uh, over a mile. We haven't had a mile here for uh, a couple of meetings, and Prince Reuben, the last time, or one of the last times we did have a mile, um, he won here two starts ago uh, in this grade, zero to 58, he then raced in a 1,300-metre in a, uh, event, finished fourth to Freddie the Eagle. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Freddie was good winning here a fortnight ago, and I think back to the mile, Prince Reuben will uh, take plenty of beating for G. Clark and J. Todd. So one uh, on top in the last. Ahead of number four, Zuda Z, 
uh, raced uh, recently over in the uh, west at uh, Kununurra with a winner there on the 3rd of September. Uh, it was a little disappointing first uh, up back in Darwin on the 1st of October, but I'd uh, prefer to uh, allow him another chance. Zuda Z and in for third, number five, Malibu Edition, the stablemate uh, of Freddie the Eagle. He finished second behind that horse uh, when they last met uh, here on the 1st of October. And once again, Tom Logan and Stan Sakos. Uh, no, I don't think Stan's going to ride. I think Stan's actually going to ride um, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. He uh, double-booked himself there, did Stan. So uh, just not sure the riding engagement on Malibu Edition, but I, I could possibly uh, see Sonia Wiseman uh, re- relocating from Zap and riding Malibu Edition and maybe Adam Nichols on Zap, but uh, that'll play out uh, tomorrow morning, no doubt. And numbers in the last one, four and five. Um, you've absolutely nailed it. Have you got a tip for the Caulfield Cup? Yes, I like Montefilia, boys. Okay. Um, good odds. I think she's about 19s and 6s. Um, quality mare, class mare, set for the race. Uh, handles wet ground. She's going to need that uh, need that ability tomorrow for sure. Uh, Jason Collett, uh, one of the best wet track riders we have in Australia. And David Payne, uh, he's a uh, high-quality trainer. I just thought Montefilia at odds uh, would um, give uh, give the backers a sight, mate. And the Everest, are you on the uh, the side of Nature Strip or are you on the side of finding yeah. something to beat him? Uh, no, I'm a Nature Strip fan, um, unabashed Nature Strip fan, but um, it's going to be an intriguing race, isn't it, with uh, some of those uh, lesser performed but very promising horses, the Giga Kicks and uh, those sort of horses going around. I think... Uh, uh, lost in runnings uh, in a in a really rich vein of form and will um, will be hitting the line strongly. I've been a Mass Crusader fan as well for a long time, but um, they're all going to have to be on their very very best uh, form tomorrow to beat uh, the big chestnut uh, nature strip. Yeah, he's uh, agree more. dead set superstar, isn't he? And it's going to be interesting uh, interesting conditions and interesting racing uh, right around the country. Uh, you've obviously touched on, you've got some big meetings coming up over the Spring Carnival. Yeah, dead right, uh, Sammy. We go, uh, obviously, tomorrow, which is uh, a great day around the country with the Everest and uh, and obviously the Caulfield Cup on. Then we race, uh, we back up and go next week, Cox Plate Day. Always a tremendous uh, day and uh, looking forward to Animo. Uh, hopefully going one better than he did last year and he's... Uh, just in, uh, in a very, very rich vein of form uh, is uh, the Godolphin horse, Animo. And then, of course, we don't race Derby Day. Alice Springs races on Derby Day, but we're back for the big meeting here on uh, the 1st of November, of course, uh, uh, Melbourne Cup Day. And um, the year just flies by, guys. Before you know it, we'll be uh, preparing as we the team is all ready for uh, the carnivals next year here in the uh, Territory. Of course, in Alice Springs in April uh, and uh, and then obviously uh, all roads lead to Darwin for July and the first week in August. Sammy, I, Sammy's I, already preparing. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait to get back and tro- and eat that crocodile and uh, yeah, just uh, enjoy the Darwin Cup week. I, I was uh, I was only literally while you were talking, I was thinking it's not that far away. It is not that far away. No. <laughs> How good was it uh, this year? It was fantastic, no. wasn't it? Great carnival. It was. It w- it was. It was a great carnival and uh, um, really good uh, racing, good uh, cup winner, great sprint winner, um, safe carnival, which is all important, of course. And, um, yeah, before you know it, uh, Sam, we'll be doing it all again. Can't wait, Fred. Well, you've absolutely nailed it there, Andrew. Best of luck for the weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks, your time Andrew. this morning. There is Andrew O'Toole. And we now can jump straight on to uh, Wayne Davis, who is a jockey 
who I know well, of course, from Akushla Marie fame. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Davis, uh, Tony Harrison and Wayne Davis were they're a huge uh, combination back in the day, and Wayne still kicking around riding winners. Wayne O, welcome to Darwin Turf Talk. G'day, guys. Hey, Chris and, and Sam, uh, thanks for having me on the show. And, uh, you know, they, they were uh, glory days with the Chris Marine and the Harrisons. And um, it's, uh, I was watching the replay the other night. It was like a projector in black and white <laughs> 30, 30 years ago. But it's, um, you know, you, you, you don't realise how good uh, the, the horses are, like uh, equivalent to her until they're retired and, sort of, and passed on. And because you, they're, they're so damn hard to replace, yes. It was, uh, it was, and they were the glory days of the uh, Harrison clan back then, weren't they? Because you know, not only did did uh, uh, Tony have a Kushler Marie, but Kevin had good horses, and Doug had good horses, and obviously TJ had good horses. Uh, and out there at Pearsdale, uh, yeah, Havelock Park was it was dead set pumping. Yeah, there's probably uh, about 110, 120 horses on the property all up, and. Um, no, it was an incredible era to be associated uh, uh, with the likes of, uh, of uh, people like the Harrisons, and I was very, very lucky and very fortunate enough to be to be in a position of uh, being the only apprentice uh, sort of uh, to the family in that era around that time, and um, you know, sort of uh, being great people is what they are. Is sort of when you work hard, sort of you're you're well rewarded and. Um, uh, they most certainly uh, well rewarded me in sort of uh, with and giving me opportunity and chance. And we all know if you don't get the chance, you don't get the opportunity. But um, with the likes of uh, Tony Harrison, Doug, uh, they had some amazing horses uh, in, in that time. And uh, I was very, very fortunate to be uh, to, to be able to uh, throw my leg over them and, and give them the opportunities in, in really good races. And we had a lot of luck and. Um, know that they were great times and uh, still keep in touch with the Harrisons uh, there at Cranbourne and uh, just amazing people and it's, uh, it's and still riding winners, yes. And just on that, um, uh, when, you know, Tommy Harrison, well, he, he was the, uh, yeah, he was uh, a great trainer for a long time out there and, and sort of started that property. It was amazing property with its own track, basically private training set up and but so many good horses came from out of there, and and old Tommy, he could be quirky enough to ride for, couldn't he? Very much so, and um, you know, you've, uh, if you didn't do what you were told, sort of on, on the way home, it was a, it was quite a silent trip, sort of uh, <laughs> yeah, on, the, on the return home. But it's uh, no, but uh, prepared their horses incredibly well. Um, they're always amazingly placed and. Um, it could even uh, you uh, really set one up. You you uh, take one to Stony Creek and get the uh, and and get the corn, and uh, no sooner or later it'd be uh, it'd be breezing up the straight of the midweek at Sandown and and, uh, and getting the corn also. Like um, they were big fields back in that day, and it, it was it was never easy racing. And if you were on horses, it could hold their own really really well on those Gippsland tracks. They could hold their own anywhere. Yes. Now, Wayne, you've ridden a fair bit in Tasmania as well. How long were you there for? I was there from '93 till 2001. I was uh, one of the stable riders for uh, for Gary White. Was there eight years, and um, 
we had tremendous uh, success uh, winning a, a number of listed races and um, uh, we were able to uh, achieve uh, winning the, the, the 2000 Hobart Cup with a horse called Lord Baracus and that was a great achievement within uh, winning your hometown and the the, uh, the the state of Tasmania in Hobart was uh, a Group Three race, and you know, that that were they were great days and riding for terrific people. And um, but eight years in Tasmania have a lot of lifelong friends there and um, achieve uh, uh, some great achievements and uh, a lot of lifelong friends. Yes, you've you've certainly, and I'm looking at your stats here. You've ridden all around Australia, but one that sticks out for me here is you've had 87 rides at Kununurra in Western Australia. I can't see too many other places here in Western Australia. No, um, Kununurra not being all that far from Darwin. It's a uh, okay. It, it's normally a, a, a carnival they have. For, it goes for about probably a month. Um, and it's generally straight after Darwin Cups Carnival, and uh, and there's quite a few occasions where I'd go across to and ride for Carnara for uh, certain Darwin trainers, and you'd, you'd we'd all camp at the track there besides Lake uh, Lake Carnara at the racetrack there, and, and they were great times, and uh, we had had a lot of uh, success in riding for uh, uh, for Bob and Bart Merrill and. Uh, Ridden there for uh, for Tady Holder and Kerry Patrick and Dick Leach and no uh, what happens in the West stays in the West but no great times <laughs> and no it's, it doesn't matter where you're winning as long as you're winning exactly now out of all these tracks you've been is there a couple that stand out as a favourite tracks to ride at yeah uh, Kalanara was always a little a little tricky track um, in in the, in the West there but. Um, at the same time, you know, a lot of your country sort of uh, circuit tracks can be a little bit tricky, and it's um, it's all about doing your homework and gr- your groundwork before you sort of um, rather than just going to these sort of uh, little country circuits, uh, you know, blindfolded and what have you. You just want to be on your game and know your surroundings. But um, not one of the country track is the same, and nor is a city or a metropolitan track the same. It's just a matter of the rider being on your game to sort of. Um, you know, really know how to sort of uh, ride the track, yes. Wayne, is this, uh, you know, is this where you you, you ride out your days, uh, you know, and, and, and where you're based now or have you got any other plans? I mean, you, uh, I think it's fair to say you're in the twilight of your career, but you've always been uh, so. lucky enough to, to um, uh, not have too many problems with your weight and, and uh, yeah, you'll go anywhere for a ride. Pretty much so, and I'm uh, very fortunate enough, and I'm in a great position with uh, riding for uh, Phil and Rhonda Cole. Uh, we're working 30 odd horses, and uh, amazing people to ride for, and um, we're having great success. We have I've been riding for them now for nearly uh, uh, for three years. But uh, to answer your uh, question, Sammy, I I would really realistically like to uh, try and uh, ride for another 10 years, and um, but you, you, there wants to be uh, uh, come a time where you know when to sort of like hang your boots up rather than sort of uh, being stuck on a merry-go-round uh, punching around 100 to 1 shots and you want to be going out sort of holding your head high instead of uh, just getting dizzy and um, and not knowing when to give up. But at the same time, when you're passionate, uh, you've, 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 uh, about what you do, you've, 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 you've 
you got your dedication as much as what you had as what you like you were when you were 21. And old Theo Greenwich said when you lose one of the three Ds, you're in a bit of trouble. It's um, determination, desire, and dedication, and I've still got all of that. And um, I have no qualms of hanging my boots up in the near too distant future and uh, hungry as ever and uh, going great guns, yes. Well, you've ridden seven winners and, what, eight place getters in your last 50 rides, so that suggests you still are very hungry. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, Phil, he, he also keeps me on my toes, and it's, um, you know, uh, we probably ride uh, 10 to a dozen a, a morning, and it keeps your, uh, keeps your eye and keeps you sharp, keeps your uh, weight together intact, and and if you weren't uh, as passionate as what I, was, what I am and, uh, and, you, and you're uh, turning up every morning and uh, giving you guts, you, you wouldn't be rewarded, but it's, um, you'd be looking to doing something else if, you, if, you, if your heart wasn't in it. But uh, I love it since uh, day one, and you know, we keep on keeping on. How often do you watch that uh, that projector screen replay of that uh, Akush the Marie win? I mean, she must have been a great. Well, she was a great horse. She had nineteen rides on her for ten wins. Yeah, and uh, and and the bulk of those uh, wins were at the highest level. Mm. And um, no, I don't pull it out too many times. Otherwise, I just get bombed for dropping uh, dropping things. <laughs> so it's um, and so. I'll only bring any out if there's if there's visitors and they've had too many reds. So I'll, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll be dropping things because they probably wouldn't remember too much the next day. But no, but it, when you're uh, sort of wanting to look back on on your great achievements uh, here and there, it's um it's great to be able to look back and uh, and, and it's not every day. Uh, or every jockey gets to the opportunity and chance to to win a Group One race, let alone group races, but it's, um, you know, it, it, dreams do come true when you work hard and you're given the, the, the opportunities and the chances, you know, by the right people, and I've been fortunate enough to have, to have both, and um, what's in the history books, well, no one can take that away from you, but it's, uh, you know, the, the the old dreams, you've uh, achieved a lot of goals and dreams, and it's, uh, you, you still wake up every morning and have new dreams to, to, to strive for. Exactly. When those uh, when you wake up in the morning, don't have those dreams. It certainly is uh, time to uh, time to give it away. Now you've got uh, some good rides on Saturday. Now you kick it off in race one. You're riding Meadows Young Buck for Philip Cole. Yes, very nice horse. Uh, he's uh, only had the one day on start. It was a very respectable third. Uh, drawn out, but that shouldn't bother him at the thirteen hundred. I expect him to. Uh, to be very competitive, um, but he'll be sort of more at his element when he gets to 1,600 and further. But being second up and still fresh, 1,300, uh, can be a major player. Race two, you're riding number eight, Sugaru. Yeah, very nice horse. Um, he's just taken him a couple of runs to adapt to this style of racing, but um, he was a terrific second uh, the other day. And 0-70, wasn't beaten far, and... Um, it's it's not a bad little field, but uh, the horse looks great. Team Cole have got uh, got him looking in fantastic order, and uh, he will be an excellent chance. Uh, in race number three, you're riding Familia for Philip Cole once again from just a little bit of an awkward gate. Awkward gate. A uh, horse has got terrific speed. Uh, he's been a great addition to Team Cole. Um, 
I think I've had 13 rides on him now for five wins, five se- uh, seconds, two thirds. He's um, a horse that sort of races very handy. He doesn't know when to give up, and he'll be very competitive. Okay, on to the next one. I got it. Race uh, race four, My Monaro. Yes, a new coming to Darwin. He's uh, only had the one Darwin start, uh, which he drew off the track. Uh, he's eligible for something easier, but he's down the weights. He's drawn barrier one. He gets his chance to step up and 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 uh, and hold his hand up and and, and show you something. But uh, it'll be nice to see him in a in, in a maiden. But um, he's a horse that may take a couple of runs to come to hand this style of racing. But um, no, uh, it's not an easy race uh, at all on paper. But from barrier one, no way on his back. He, he does get a chance to. Uh, to show you something, yes. Rock Wave in race number five, another for Phil Cole, drawn pole position. Yeah, a beautiful horse, really like him. Uh, he's never raced below 1,300, um, being a 1,000 tomorrow. Um, not a big field by any means, but is his first Darwin Dirt run, and they might be a little bit sharp for him uh, at the 1,000, but don't be surprised if he finishes strong and late and, and does... Uh, and does show uh, promise at the business end, but uh, he'll be a nice horse uh, down the track over more ground. And you round it out with Great Boulder in the sixth race for Phil Cole again. Another horse that uh, hasn't had a, lo- a lot of luck in barrier draws of in shorter trips. Uh, the, the 1600 gives him the opportunity and a chance to, tr- to race closer off a slower tempo and travel in his comfort zone better for longer. I know he's drawn out a little bit, but it's not a overly big field. He gets a chance to, to really step up and, and show his hand that over a trip where he, uh, where he gets a chance to, to be uh, an, a player off a slower tempo over a longer trip, but a very nice horse at the same time. Wayne, what can we put the house on uh, tomorrow? Well, when you're backing my ho- uh, my uh, <laughs> me riding, it's never mortgage a house, mortgage a tent. But it's... Um, <laughs> And only back, only bet we can afford to lose. But uh, tomorrow, um, I yeah, quite like Meadows Young back at the thirteen hundred second up whilst he's still fresh. And uh, you can't leave out familiar um, in the third, given the fact that he's uh, he's never far away and he's he, he, he's a very genuine horse and always tries very hard for his uh, for his connections and the, and the team. So those two, I, I think that uh, will be. A, very competitive uh, come tomorrow, yes. Thanks very much, Wayne. Great insight into your career and, and, and where you're at now based up there at Darwin, and well done on on a great job. Fantastic. Thank you, gentlemen, and uh, great to have, uh, have you on the, on the program. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Wayne. Good on you. There is Wayne Davis, who is riding up a storm. Yeah. Let's go on to Chloe Baxter, who has been trading up a storm Uh and a couple of winners under her belt. Chloe, welcome to Darwin Turf Talk. Thank you very much for having me. Now, tell us about the Chloe Baxter story and uh, see you haven't been training long, but uh, tell you what, you're making, uh, make, doing a great job of it uh, with only a handful of runners and a couple of winners under your belt. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I've sort of only just got my owner trainer's licence early this year. And I've just sort of been working in the racing game for maybe the last three years. I uh, started out for Phil and Rhonda Cole and just worked with them and learned a bit of track work and just was a stable hand, which was really, really good. And then I sort of 
had my sights on training for a bit and I moved across and worked under Gary Lafoe for a while, which was really good experience and um, along the Holter Schmidt racing barn as well. And yeah, then sort of just acquired, finished my certificate three and got my license in uh, May, I think. And then just, yeah, carrying on since then. And just started training winners. That's as easy as that. That's how easy it is. Why aren't we all doing it? I've been it? very lucky. <laughs> I've been very lucky. But so, yeah, it's been, been a great start. Have you always been based in Darwin? No, I'm originally from Victoria, but I've been in Darwin 10 years now. Okay. Whereabouts in Victoria? Uh, East Gippsland, a place okay. called Lake Centre. Oh, yeah, lovely yeah. place. Yeah, lovely place. Lovely part of the world, yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. Very popular in the summertime. Yeah, it's very, very nice to be down there. And so why did you make the move to Darwin? I probably did the very stereotypical thing. I was coming here with a friend for six months and planning to leave and then just haven't left since, so love it. <laughs> it <laughs> won't be any time soon. That's fantastic. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It's the it's the climate. I mean, those, uh, those cold days at Lake's entrance would be bitterly cold, whereas you don't get any of those where you are now. No, none of those. I don't think I'd handle it very well now. <laughs> I don't think any of us would. Uh, so um, did you always have uh, ambitions to be a trainer? Uh, not so much. I've always had horses. I've always like grown up riding, doing dressage and show jumping horses. And um, I probably didn't really realize it until, yeah, probably three years ago when I started to get more involved in owning race horses and then working in a stable and sort of just took off from there. You just decided this is for me. This is something I want to pursue. Yeah. And, and yeah. so are you full-time at this, at training horses? No, I work full-time um, for a bookmaker, actually, and I sort of work full-time at the stable as well. They're seven days a week, twice a day. But, yeah, I still have a full-time job on the side of it all. Yeah. So when you say that, bookmaker at the races on a Saturday? No, I work for Sportsbet. Oh, okay. Full-time. No problems. Yeah. All right. So you've only had the four runners to date. Two of them have won, and then the other one's run third, and the other one's run fourth. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> not going too bad, is it? You know, it's uh, you, you sort of said, how easy is this? How long has this been going on for? <laughs> I think I've been very, very lucky with the horses, but, yeah, it is, it's been a great start great so start to the career. How many horses in the state? We've only seen two of them run so far, First Crusade and To The Point. Are they the only two you've got? I've got three. So okay. I've got my third horse in Junior. She's in on Saturday. Okay. And To The Point looks a very promising type. Really promising. Yeah, I was actually a bit taken aback by just how tough he won two weeks ago. So he's a lovely, lovely type. Hopefully he'll keep improving off that. Well, Andrew O'Toole has made him his best bet of the day. So he's carrying a little bit I extra know. weight uh, come Saturday. <laughs> so I hope that doesn't Certainly make any difference. Out, Andrew. <laughs> I know. Well, I'd love to put the mockers on Andrew. But, um, yeah, the extra weight, I don't think will bother him too much. The gait's going to suit him fine. So it's just a step up in class. And there's sort of a few unknown horses in the race. So have to judge it. So, race number two, swing with Junior, drawn a good gate. What are you expecting with this horse? Well, she's, again, up in grade and in very good company. So she's had a nice little spell, so she should go around nice and fresh. But um, I think it's quite tough for her. But I just hope that she can hit the line nicely. And Casey knows the horse really well. So she's drawn in her favour. So I'll just be happy if she has a good run. I'm just looking up the form of the horse here. Okay, so you've picked it up. Uh, only recently hasn't run for 80-odd days. Uh, fitness levels, okay? Fitness levels are good, yeah. She um, she only had a month off after a nice prep here over Carnival, 
And um, she's come back really well and <clears throat> looking a million dollars in really good condition. So I'm I'm really happy with the horse. I just sort of tested territory with the company that she's going up against. Yeah, sure. And, and where do you where do you see her in the run? Uh, she jumps nice and clean, but she just likes to settle just off them and then sort of just wait until the 200 to come home with her. Hopefully that's sort of how she, her style of racing. And she has a good record on the track. I mean, she's ex-Victorian. She's got form. Yeah, she's uh, she's got a good record. Five starts on the track for two wins in two seconds. Yeah, super record on the track. So she loves the dirt. So I know that she's tough, but yeah, it's just sort of the company is probably the toughest company she's been in this far, I would say. And how do you go about um, seeking horses to, to, you know, are, are you on the lookout all the time for horses from down south to 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 move them to Darwin? Yeah, pretty much. I'm sort of always checking out, like, Inglis Online. That's where I got both First Crusade and To The Point from. So I'm always sort of trolling the sales and sort of know what I like to look for and just keep an eye on, again, pricing and what, what's sort of going for the, around the money that I can afford. Um but, yeah, just always looking for ones that pop up. Um, the sale that I got to the point of, he was the only horse I liked in the whole sale, so that worked out really well for me. Um, but, yeah, always keeping an eye out for what you can what you can find. Chloe, well, well done on uh, a <laughs> great job in your short career. Best of luck uh, tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be a good day. And we've got, some obviously, some great days uh, in the coming weeks for, for Darwin uh, over the carnival, spring carnival. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thanks, Chloe. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much for that. Good on you. There's Chloe Baxter, who has been training up a storm. Yeah. Well, that is us done and dusted for uh, Darwin Turf Talk for another episode. Chris, I will be back in a few weeks. We will. Looking forward to that, Sam. Can't wait.